Be sure to follow our amazing sponsors, Fire Infusion, Tax Strategy, Ask Blue Jay, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, and Black Dollar Days. And be sure to tune into our other programming throughout the week. All right, y'all, let's get it. What it do? Your favorite cousin, Young Jot, checking in. And right now, you're tuned into the Blueprint Live with my favorite, Miss Michi, all right? Hey, man, you know what it is. Keep doing what you're doing and keep it right here. Chill. Yo, what's happening in there? What's happening in there? Oh, it's about $2, baby. Bank here, baby. Oh, hey, man. Check this out. I want y'all to tune in right now to the Blueprint Live with Miss Michi. And I want you to tune in every Thursday at 6.30 Central Time. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Gary P, the DJ of Bootcamp Radio. You're tuned in right now to Blueprint Live with Miss Michi. Let's go. Tax season is among us. Make sure that you get with the pros at Tax Strategy to help you limit your tax liability and help you get back the maximum refund that you and your family deserve. Visit www.yourtaxstrategy.info for more information on setting up an appointment and getting the ball rolling on your taxes this year. Let them know that the Blueprint Media Company is Shop the Black Excellence Collection by Ags Blue Jay today. From mugs to apparel and all of the accessories that you need, the Black Excellence Collection has you covered. Make sure that you use promo code MICHI10 for 10% off. Shop now at www.agsbluejay.com slash shop. It's Black Excellence, baby. Uh, happy Thursday. I hope that your week has been going really, really good. Um, you know, this week got a really good show. Um, I have my special guest uh, with me and, you know, I've been promoting her all week. We're going to be talking about her book. I have Miss Irene Reyes Smith joining me tonight. Um, we're talking about her book, Surviving the Badge. And um, she has a lot that she's going to be able to offer tonight's conversation. So I'm really, really excited. Um, if you haven't already, make sure that you're following the Blueprint Media Company on Instagram at the BP Media Co. and on the Blueprint Media Company on Facebook, okay? And make sure you visit the bpmediaco.com if you're interested in doing any advertisements or, you know, being a guest on the show. I'd love to have you, okay? Now, we just went over what's on my playlist, okay? So that was Chai's Up, but I want to, we've been talking about this album for the last couple of weeks, so just the chaos that's been going on with Lil Nas X, okay? Now, I know a lot of people, they like, they don't really get down with his music, but you all, I tell you what, this latest project that he put out was really, really good. Like, I, it, it far exceeded my expectations, Uh you know, with this album. So I was absolutely in love. So shout out to Lil Nas X. That's what's on my playlist. I'm listening to a little bit of Chai's Up, but um, I definitely listened to Lil Nas X's album. And I'm still, of course, bumping Tyler, the creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. That is one of my favorites, okay? <laughs> Let me get to these comments real quick. 
Hey, hey, Faye, what's going on? Y'all, shout out to Black Dollar Days. Uh, we got one of our sponsors in the house. So, Faye, always, thank you so much for your support, girl, for tuning in. The next Black Dollar Day is on October 16th, okay? So if you haven't registered your business already, I need you to go ahead and do that. Which brings me to, I can't go any further without thanking my sponsors, okay? So shout out to Black Dollar Days. Like I said, the next one is October 16th. Go sign up, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't followed the page, make sure that you do that so that you stay up to date with what's going on. And then also you get an opportunity for your business to shine too, okay? Shout out to Black Dollar Days, the Black Excellence Collection. Y'all know, y'all see, y'all see my little mug back there. I'm always drinking out my little mug. I, I had some really good honey chai tea, y'all. Woo! An experience, okay? And when I have it in my Black Excellence cup, it just makes it that much better. Shout out to Fire Infusions. Last but not least, Tax Strategy. Okay, now. I spoke with Erica, who is the CEO at Tax Strategy. That's my girl. Y'all know I love me some Erica. I love some Tax Strategy. She is my tax advisor, okay? Um, the 16th of October, that is also the deadline for um, for taxes, for like business, businesses and everything, so that you can kind of claim that and start getting some things in order for your business. Now, I'm not a tax person, so I need you to go and follow the page real quick. That's number one. And number two, go ahead and you can sign up for those updates. And if you're looking for a tax preparer for the upcoming year, I need y'all to get in with her now so y'all not stressing out my Erica at tax time because y'all didn't listen to her advice throughout the year that she was giving y'all, okay? I need you to get into them. So go ahead and make sure that you do that, okay? Um, last but not least, I've got our job opportunity of the week. That is going to be brought to you by Closing the Gap Staffing, okay? They're still looking for remote workers. It's still remote workers, okay? That's 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 what we're looking for. So uh, I need you all to go ahead and sign up. You can visit closing the gap staffing or closing the gap uh, edu, excuse me, dot com. Okay, you want to go ahead and visit that. That way you can sign up for those opportunities. And um, you know they've got others that are listed on there. That if you or someone that you know is interested, it's definitely a great opportunity. And they are like hiring immediately. So this is it's not a game. I need y'all to go ahead and do it. Um. I have my special guest. Let's see. Irene, give me a thumbs up if you're ready to come on. Yep. Okay. All right. So give me just one second. I'm going to bring on my guest for tonight. Give me just a moment. We're getting it together here, y'all. Hey. Okay. Hey, Irene. Hi. How are you? Hey. I'm good. Happy Thursday. Welcome. Same so, to you. Same to you. Thank you so much. Of course. Of course. Look, I've been really excited for us to, ch to chat. You know, it's it's been, I feel like it's been a long week to the build up for today, but I'm really excited to have you on and talk about all that you've got going on. I'm sorry, it was just a little bit of a delay, so I don't want, I hope I'm not talking over you. Is it okay? No, okay, no, I wasn't sure. I'm like, can she hear me? Yeah, it's okay. I'm just making sure. It, yeah, it's, me. it's a little bit of a delay, so we'll, you know, we're gonna, have, gonna go ahead and do that, but look, for those that don't know, okay, um, Irene Reyes-Smith is, she's an author, a motivational speaker. Uh, I mean, first off, you tip off a lot of hats, but, um, you know, she is a former D.C. Metropolitan Police Officer, and 
you know, with her book, Surviving the Badge, like I'm really excited to jump into that tonight because for one, I love the concept. I love the fact that you're, you know, bringing your experience of what you, you know, what you've gone through during your time on the force to the public. So let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about the book. So the book is about me being an inner city police officer serving community residents um, of the metropolitan um, district of the district okay. while saving my son from the streets of DC mm. crime and violence. can can I ask you you know I, I'm sure that you've seen a lot of things that go on in the news with law enforcement now you know when yes. at the time when you were deciding to go into the force were some of the things that you kind of see now, was that something that, you know, you thought about before you entered the force? So at the time um, when I thought about joining the force, I wasn't um, like really into what was going on as far as like crime wise okay. um, and those sorts of things. My okay. main focus was um, about helping, you know, right. individuals and um, helping residents, helping citizens okay. with, um, you know, everyday issues, everyday challenges. So that was really my main focus. It wasn't so much about the crime that was going on in the city. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I would imagine I know that, um, you know, first off, congratulations, because I little birdie told me that you celebrated your retirement this year. Yes, in general. I, I mean, <sighs> you 30 years of experience i mean i just can't like it's, it's so much i'm pretty sure that you um you know experienced a lot of highs and a lot of lows at that time you know within that what was it that kind of like for you um a lot of it was hard some mm -hmm. of it was scary especially when you're trying to raise kids in a city yeah. that you're protecting and serving um, it's, it's hard and it's challenging and especially at the time being a single mom, mm -hmm. you know, when work was so demanding and you're trying to keep a balance between yeah. raising your kids and also a high demanding job. Exactly. Yeah. You know, with, with your book, was it always in your, you know, in your heart to write about your experience? No. <laughs> It was not. What? <laughs> Wait, you mean not, look, not at all? <laughs> not at all when I tell you. Because when you think about it, you know, you being a public service, and when you think about all that you've been through and all that you have to go through, um, writing a book was not on the forefront of my mind because the book is about my life and my experiences. That's right. So you're not thinking about that because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, people are going to look at you differently. Yeah. They're going to judge you. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be like, well, how could she let that happen? You know, what type of yeah. mother is she? So no, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind, but what I realized what I had to go through and what I endured, it wasn't for me. It was to That's share right. with other yes, single right. moms, other women in profession, and just individuals collectively. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I would imagine, because like you said, for you, like I don't have children yet, but I, I can speak to you from the perspective of a child that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we see our parents, they're like, they, they have to stretch themselves so many ways, you know, and it's like, 
I would imagine that having a job that's demanding like that, it probably is a little bit difficult to find that balance, right? Like just how, how do I meet everything in the middle? It is. And, and that saying is true about how it takes a village. So my family and friends, they were a huge support, a huge support. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I mean, look, you gotta have, you gotta have the village, right? Yes. <laughs> you have yes. to. So, okay. When you finally put uh, your, your book surviving the batch together and it was just like, it was, you know, you, you got it published, it's ready to go. What was the impact when you put it out that you really wanted your readers to identify with? So what I wanted them to identify with is pretty much um, parents raising children in the city with city lights that is so fast and yeah. so much exposure to our young people. Yeah. That's what the book is really talking about and just how we have a system that is ready, you know, to like incarcerate our young black males. Yeah. And it's so, so it it's so sad. It really yes. is. Yes. So, okay, can you walk me through, you know, last year we had a lot of, um, you know, situations, Irene, like, you know, with what happened with George Floyd and everything. You know, at this particular point, you were still on the force, you know, because the retirement happened this year. Um, what was it? You What was it like? Because I think that we don't. Let, let me just give you a little bit of this. I don't think that we get the perspective from people that are actually in law enforcement of how maybe situations and seeing how they played out in the media, how that had an effect on the people that were on the inside. So right. can you, you know, just kind of walk me through maybe what what it was like for you during that time or maybe some of your fellow officers? Like what was the overall feeling when these things were playing out? So with myself and a lot of um, co-workers that I did speak with, it was kind of appalling to us. A lot of us were hurt. A yeah. lot of us were, you know, how could the other officers, you know, just stand by and allow it? Because at the end of the day, we're all still human. Yeah. We're all yeah. still human. And then, and there's a difference in subduing a suspect or a subject. And then there's another difference in just all right, this off a human life. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it did play an impact on a lot of officers that are still on the force and that are still working because at the end of the day, like I said, we are still human. And Absolutely. we all still have a job that we have to do. And what happens is when one officer makes a mistake, we all get Yeah. It affects everyone. Absolutely it affects everyone collectively. Now look, I'm gonna ask this question and it's a little it's a little risque, but and you tell me if you're comfortable with answering it or not. But I wanted to ask, I, I personally wanted to ask this question for someone that is a person of color that has been on the force. Um we hear what one of the main arguments that I hear when it comes to um you know things that I would say are are kind of race related. You hear like the all lives matter, the blue lives matter, the black lives, you know, black lives matter. Can you share a little bit of like, you know, maybe not so much as your stance, but just kind of like give us a little bit of insight of how all of those different groups and and kind of initiatives were viewed from your standpoint? Wow, that is. 
I'm sorry. And now, like I said, if it's too much, you tell me. I, I'm 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 not here to make things uncomfortable. But like I said, I, I think that I think that from from all sides that if we had understanding from people like people like 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 me, where it's just like, hey, I'm not in law enforcement. I look at things and I'm kind of confused too, and I'm just like, well, why do people say these things? Why do they feel like this? I feel like if we have more of those conversations or talk more openly about things that are taboo, there could be, you know, some some gaps that are closed with amongst the different groups, right? So, I mean, because I'm just like this, like when people, you know, I, I, I hate to hear things like, oh, we're screwed the cops. I was like, I know black officers. My, my town that I live in, Irene, it is mostly, it, it, it's the whole forces is basically black or they're Hispanic, you know? So when I see them, I don't feel as much fear as if I go over to New Lenox or Orland Park, which my people that's tuning in that's from around the area, they 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 understand, you know what I'm saying? Because Irene, look, look, we, the Blueprint Live, we spanning out. The Irene is not even in the Chicagoland area, okay? No, not at all. Not <laughs> so, um, yeah, but no, I know it's a loaded question, but you, just a few of your thoughts, if you could share. So I'm going to say this, um, as it relates to that, just like you said, all lives do matter. That's right. And to me, I just feel like when it's an officer-related incident, everybody wants to come out and chime in. That's right. But when you see a lot of violence of our young people killing each other. That's right. Nobody has anything to say. It's crazy. And I just believe that if we're just neutral on all stands, a killing is a killing. That's right. A life was taken. Absolutely. It shouldn't matter if it's, you know, police, Black Lives Matter, what have you. A killing is a killing. And I just believe that if everyone just steps up and, you know, guide our young people. That's right. Show them the way. Mentor them. That's right we will see a lot of different results because a lot of them, you know, we have to see where they are. Some of them, you know, broken homes, whatever the situation, it could yeah. be different, they come from different backgrounds, different backgrounds. Absolutely. So I just believe that no matter where the shooting is happening or where the violence is happening, we all have to step in and That's be, right. you know, collectively and just take them under our wings and allow them to know that we are here to help them. We're That's here right. to nourish them. We're here to, you know, to guide them. That's right. And lift them up. And, you know, and speaking of which, you, you brought up a great point. Uh, in my introduction for Irene, I did not, I, I failed to mention that she is also um, a community activist. And, you know, speaking on that, you you know, you work with 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 the youth within your community or, you know, you have before. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that that made an impact because, I mean, Irene strikes me as a person that she cares. OK, <laughs> she 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 actually cares. So, you know, how, how, how do you feel like you being within that space, you know, with uh, it was high school, correct? Yeah, I, I actually did um, truancy for D.C. Oh. So it was middle school and high school and even some elementary and I'm pretty sure that you learned that there were a lot of components that probably contributed to them not being at school, right? Yes, yes, it was. Mm. It was. And that's why I said it has to be collectively and we have to get back to it takes a village. That's right. Because it is going to take a village with everything that is going on now between COVID. That's right. You know, the police brutality, um, just the violence in the streets, period. 
it's right. going to take a village to get us back to where we need to. And I just believe that, you know, Martin Luther King, yeah, they didn't march for nothing. Okay, not for it to end up like this. Absolutely. They didn't march for anything. Rosa Parks, they didn't yeah. do all that for nothing. Absolutely. Y'all better look, y'all better get into Irene. You better preach today. Okay. A word. It, it was not done in vain. It was really not. It was not done in vain. Oh, girl. It's like God word says, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. Okay. So look, you know, speaking of which, you are, you know, currently developing something. So you, you let me know, but you're looking to put together a scholarship for yes. the youth. And I really wanted us to talk about that because one thing that I'll say about my show is, is that everyone kind of gets connected and we pull together our resources and do what we can. So if you could just tell us a little bit about the scholarship and, you know, if you can let me know how any of my listeners, how they can contribute to that and help, please share that with us now. Okay. So the scholarship actually, um, the scholarship is going to be dedicated. I'm doing it in um, the dedication of my mom. And it's going to be the Anna Reyes Survival Scholarship. Yes. And the reason I came up with the scholarship, um, just the type of person that my mom was, she would help anybody. Yeah. And um, I wanted to keep that legacy going. So the proceeds, um, you know, some of the proceeds from the book is what I'm going to use to um, do the scholarships. And I want to okay. do it for the high school kids that are thinking about even those that don't even think that they want to go to college but you know whether it be a trade school and just yeah. give them the opportunity absolutely for extended um schooling okay so everybody y'all just heard if you want yes. to directly contribute my book. yes my book. i do have a website the website is author irene rs.com I'm gonna share the details for that. I'll put I'll put everything on there uh, for us. That's that's so exciting. And I mean, you know what? What a way to um to give back. And I mean, you know, it, it's it's funny. I'm listening to you talk, and I'm like, my mother was the same way. She's she's gone on to glory now. But you know, just when 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 it's in your heart, you know, you pass it on. I'm always I'm like, whatever I can do. My mom was always like, give back. Never leave somebody hungry. Never leave them, you know, without the knowledge that they need or the help that they need, especially if you have it. So I think that that's a blessing. And I, you know, you look. I will definitely be getting my copy because for one, I want to read the book. I'm always like. I'm like, I, I, I want to read the book. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, we on here, we talking about it. I'm like, I, I, I do want to read it. So, you know, I'm really excited about that. And I just want to, you know, I, I definitely wanted to emphasize that because if there's any way that we can help, Absolutely. we definitely want to do that. Absolutely. And for those also, the book is on um, Amazon as well. And um, on my website is through Walmart. So absolutely. Okay. You better come through with the Walmart. Hey! <laughs> Okay. Get all platforms. <laughs> yes. Okay. So look, what are some things that are coming up that we can look forward to? So I'm actually in the process of publishing two more books for next year. Yes. What? <laughs> As one of them that I'm really so excited about, I'm going to do a book um, regarding women in blue. 
and they're going to tell their stories of what they had to endure. And oh my God. Police department. Yes. Yes. That sounds like a, that sounds like something that needs to be on lifetime lifetime. If you're listening in. Okay. <laughs> BET, uh, Oprah, somebody. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <sighs> That's powerful because I mean the thing about it, okay, and, and, and you know, and I didn't ask you this, and not to backtrack because I, I look as y'all see, Miss Irene, she is on the go. Okay, she got, she is booked, she is booked and busy. However, can I would imagine? Did you have a lot of women on the force with you? I do. I do. Okay. Okay, because I, I can say sometimes, and maybe not even just with law enforcement, but just sometimes to walk in as a woman. And you, you know, you, you're you're the minority in the room, and then we happen to be black, so it's like payout, payout. <laughs> it's double trouble, you know. So that that's amazing. I, you know what? Now, okay. So for my ladies, because I do, I, I definitely know some women in blue that would. I, I got to get y'all connected. You know what I'm saying? Especially like if you need stories, and these are women that are Chicago police officers. Irene, you've been hearing about Chicago in the news. Yes. Yes. It's a yes. scary place sometimes. It's a little scary. Yes. So they can email me, you know, go on okay. the website, leave a message, and, um, you know, I'll get the information. Absolutely. I'm sh um, When I tell you, I've got three people in mind that I'm going to connect you with for sure. For sure. For sure. That's great. So, okay. So we got the, the women in blue. Are you releasing the third? Are you giving me an exclusive of what the third book is going to be about? The third book is going to be out. It's going to be um, the thin blue line between serving and protecting the Blue Chronicles. <laughs> okay. So Irene basically just solidified that she's going to be back two more times for her promo run for her next two books. Okay. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm, I, I, I'm so excited. It's, it is so good. We have such rich stories to tell. And, you know, for you to be able to share those things and even open the platform for other people that share in the same experience for you, you know, as you to put that out to the public. I think that that's dope, Irene. I am so excited about it. So, girl, you know, look, I got to get my first one. But when them other two come out, you might as well just put me on the mailing list. OK, put me on that because <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, look, so you all heard, okay, right now what I need you to do is get Surviving the Badge. That's the first book we are supporting. You know what I'm saying? We're supporting the scholarship, giving back to the youth, and supporting this book, okay? Parents, I got a lot of parents that listen in with me. Nice. I need y'all to purchase the book. Absolutely. Especially if you stay in the city of Chicago or its surrounding areas. That's everybody that I know for the most part. <laughs> so. Let me tell you, that book is going to bless them. Let me tell you what I had to endure or go through with my son and dealing with what was going on in the streets. It was nothing, nothing but yeah. God. And I'm going to tell you my faith, my That's faith. Right. So that book, I have it's a life changing. It. Yes. It's a life changing and I have scriptures in it. And when I tell you, if you're not a person of belief, you will be once you finish reading that book. Okay. You will be. I love Absolutely. that. I love Absolutely. that. Irene, I'm I'm so happy for you. And for well, first off, before you go, because we didn't talk about your son. He's all right, right? He, yes, he is. He's doing good now. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that and that's the blessing of it all. Okay. So yep. 
Absolutely. But look, before you leave me, let them know one more time how they can follow you, get in touch and get the book. Yeah, so you can follow me. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and also my website is okayirenrs.com. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining me and safe travels to you as you make your way um, on the road tonight. And, uh, you know, thank you so much. You definitely have uh, blessed us today. And I'm so excited for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And we would definitely be in touch. You better come back on. Don't forget about me. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Bye, Irene. Thank you. Bye. Y'all make sure that y'all go and get the book, okay? Uh, I need y'all to go and get that. I'll be dropping the links to everything and definitely sharing it up so that you all will be able to, um, you know, go and and, and definitely support and as well as the other two books that are going to come out. And just remember, your purchase is going to help go towards scholarship for someone that's in need of it. You know what I'm saying? So that, I mean, it's it's like, it don't get no better than that. You get to literally read the book. (laughs) And you are also helping at the same time. So y'all go ahead and do that. What I'm going to do right now is just take a quick little break. When I come back, I got today's hated and love it. And, you know, it's a little it's a little bit crazy, but I think that we're going to get through it tonight. So we'll be right back. OK. Bye. The Black Dollar Days initiative has officially kicked off. Make sure that you join founder Faye Porter and her mission in uplifting the black community. You can join by registering your business or just replying that you're in and you're ready to be in on this initiative, okay? Visit theblackdollardays.com and do what you need to do to be a part of this. Be a part of the change that you want to see. Make sure that you follow them on all social media and let them know that the group that made it All right, y'all. It's time for Hate It and Love It. Let's get into it. Okay, um, let's start it off. So I won't be so, so intense, but we're going to go there. Okay, first off, y'all know what we've been hearing about all week. The Petito case, uh, the missing young lady that was found out in Wyoming. Um, this week, uh, Joy Reid, you all know she is a very popular commentator. She was trending on Twitter after making a few comments about the media's inconsistency and double standards pertaining to the Petito case and missing black people. Speaking on the case, she recognized that the Petito family deserves justice, of course. Uh, She said it goes without saying that no family should ever endure that type of pain, and the Petito family certainly deserves answers and justice. She then went on to mention the phrase missing white woman syndrome, which was coined by PBS anchor Gwen Ifill. The phrase suggests that media seemingly has more interest in covering uh, stories of missing white woman, but not those of black or other people of color, which you all know if you watch the news, it's very true what they're saying. What, what, what they're saying is not far-fetched. Um, you know, we saw how today, I mean, before I got ready to get ready for the show, um, saw that Jelani Day, if you all haven't been keeping up with that story, they ended up obtaining a body September 4th that they believed could have been his. And it took all of this time for them to, you know, do the autopsies or whatever it is that they needed to do to identify that it was him because he had decomposed. He, he had started that process. And, um, you know, but with this case, we saw that it was like they moved immediately, immediately, immediately. It was all in there. And it wasn't until, you know, Jelani's parents started making some noise like, hey, 
what's going on here that now all of a sudden today they've been able to identify it, but it took weeks, which they gave, you know, a prediction that it would be that way. But it doesn't make it right. So my hatred this week is the fact that like with media, they do not emphasize these stories like that. The stories that we see, unfortunately, are of, you know, white women, which at the end of the day, my whole thing is, is like, I am fine with that. I am fine about hearing about Gabby's case every day. As long as we were hearing about Jelani, there's a young lady named Kiara Coles. I'm pretty sure you all remember that she went missing and she was pregnant. They still have not been able to locate her. Imagine if she was able to get the same type of attention and, 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 and the same level of effort that we see in other cases that are more publicized. They probably would have found her. And at least been able to give some closure to their family. Imagine you walk out that door and your family don't see you no more. That is a heartache that I don't think any of us want to experience. There has to be a shift as far as how things go and the stories that we're covering. I was proud of the shade room. As much shady stuff as the shade room posted, they actually posted about the story. And I was like, this is what we need to do. Because I'm like, if y'all posting about Gabby every day, we need y'all to focus, focus and, 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 and do that. There are other... Um, not only is it just blacks that are missing, there's Native Americans, there's all types of people that they just up and freaking disappear. Nobody understands where these people are. We got to get more of those stories out and put in the same level of effort, get the FBI involved, get everybody involved that needs to be involved as far as that's concerned. That's my hate of it. Um, let me get into Faye's comment. She said thousands of black women go missing every year with no media coverage at all, at all. They might mention it once or twice on like the nine o'clock news. And half these people ain't watching the news. They somewhere watching love and hip hop and stuff. Me, I just happen to do both. I'm going to watch the BS TV and I'm going to get the news in. Faye said a lot of media is biased towards black and brown people. Yeah. Like there was a story that was shown where the carjacker, I think, was an Asian American woman. And, you know. They were in the comments like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm like, what? Did y'all only think that black people are the only ones that do carjackings? That's just what's reported. <laughs> That's what's reported. I'm pretty sure there's more people that do that. So it's like, I'm going to need y'all to chill a little bit. All right. Um, second story. Now, I know that, you know, we it has been a consensus on the show since, since, the, blue, since the Blueprint Live when it was the Blueprint Radio that y'all don't really like Kim K. But this week I felt a little bit bad for her. So WAC 100, which is Ray J's former manager, he came out saying that he allegedly has a second sex tape between Kim Kardashian and Ray J. And to my surprise, instead of Ray J responding with, I hit it first energy, which he did not. I was so proud of him. I was like, thank you, Jesus, that this man was not being ignorant. Um, he even responded like, you know, basically like, I don't know what this dude is talking about. I have a family now, you know, all types of stuff. You know, him and Princess just got their shit together. They just started working their shit out. Why are you coming out with this stuff? It's not even true. Then the fool said, I'll only give it to Kanye West. I'm not going to put it out. Well, if that was the case, my whole thing is like, if you legitimately have a, a, a second tape, that you feel like this man needs to see it before he does anything with his life. Whatever. Whatever. Why didn't you just give him the tape on his own? Why did you feel the need to tell us that there was a second tape and that you would be willing only to release it to him? 
it's not far-fetched that it could be a second video. I mean, I, I suppose if you're into making sex videos, maybe you're not just going to make one. You might make a couple. I don't know. I don't know. But I felt like that it was just totally out of line. These people are in such different spaces. And who cares? Like, my whole thing is people are out here having sex for free. They out here having sex for $40 and stuff like that. If Kim Kardashian was able to lay down and get, put her whole family on or whatever the case is, mind the business that pays you. Nobody cares. That's whatever. Let me get, get, get into these comments. Be your own kind. Ray J is a father now. He thinks differently. Yeah. You know, I was very, very proud of his response. I'm just like, thank you for not bringing I hit it first energy. Because he definitely did that before he had kids. So I'm just like, baby, if them kids humbled you and brought you back to a place of peace, we are happy about that. Thank you. Whitney said he's being messy. I agree. I agree. He, I mean, and my whole thing is, I was like, if you saying that you was gonna do it and only give it to Kanye, what was the actual, what was the actual point of you even mentioning it to the public in the first place? You could, you slide that thing through with a zip drive if you was gonna do. I mean, do what you gotta do. Google Drive link. What you, what you wanna do? We don't care. We've all moved on. I don't get it. Whitney said, and why does he have it? Questions that need answers because he's on crack because that's not a real thing. Like whack 100, that was a little whack. Nobody is discrediting y'all. He, he, he made sure Ray J one wished our ass to death. He made sure. Pissing me off. Okay, so that was my second hater. Now, <laughs> my, um, my love it uh, this week is definitely just People that have been being nice, even in the workspace. So y'all know I always come to y'all about my little horror stories when they be acting up. So I got to come and bring you some good news. So I recently been getting into like getting plants and stuff like that. You know, I just want somebody to love. Yeah, I, I'm giving the, my, my plants that energy. So um, one of my clients, she brought me, um, she... Okay, let me take you back. A couple weeks, I had through an event for my tenants. Y'all know I'm like at a high rise or whatever. So I try to make sure I do, you know, some lavish shit for them. I'm like, you guys just deserve the best, you know, whatever. So she asked me, she's just like, oh, do you like flowers? I was just like, yeah, but they die very quickly with me. I'm more of a plant gal now. That's exactly what I said to her. So she's one of my clients that she will, you know, she... Um, has a lot of requests and different things like that. So I've just kind of learned that when, you know, she takes priority, you know, you got to take care of your biggest clients. Okay. That's, that's really how it come down to, and y'all can even take that with y'all personal business as well. Okay. If you got your big spenders or your people that's doing big things for you, you're going to make some concessions. You're going to do some things for them. Okay. That's just how it goes. That's good business. Okay. Getting back to it though. So she, um, you know, she's like, oh, I want to come and talk to you. And I'm like, you know, ever since I had COVID, I'd be real like, back, back, give me four to eight feet, sis. Forget the six feet. I need you to give me eight feet. Um, but she came down. And, of course, she came, She comes in with this beautiful bamboo plant, y'all. And then, so this is the thing. If you are, you know, not into it or whatever the case is, um, the stalks, each stalk that you have in the plant, it means something. So... It was so many of them. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, how many stalks are these? You know? So I counted them and they were 21. And based off of like, like, I guess like the Chinese culture, you know, how they do things when they, they actually give uh, those plants to someone, 
they give you the stocks and it has basically like a message. And this one was um, the 21 stocks represented the greatest blessing. And it came at a time that was really, really difficult. Like that was that what happened on Monday. And, you know, over the weekend, we, you know, ended up finding out that my uncle passed away, you know, my, my father's brother. And, you know, we it literally has just been a year since their other brother passed. And it was only five of them. So it's like, you know, it's five and it's, it's literally down to, you know, three of them right now. And it was a really, really difficult time. And I mean, she when she brought it in and sat it down and like the things she was saying, she's just like, you know, I just appreciate everything that you do. And, you, you know, you always go above and beyond. She just had a word for me that day. And then to look up and see how many stalks she gave you know, in conjunction with the things that I had going on, it was just a really, really powerful moment for me. And then I'm getting like, y'all know I love like Starbucks and Dunkin', like Starbucks, I'm going for my 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 iced chai tea lattes. But Dunkin', I need my coffee, caramel coffee, cream and sugar, please. Iced, okay? I'm getting like random gift cards. I'm getting all of these things. I'm just like, oh my goodness. And then, you know, even my girls that checked in on me when I told them like, hey, you know, I had, um, you know, I had this, Stuff going on, you know what I'm saying? My uncle is gone. Like, you know, it's just a lot. And just getting over COVID. Like, I'm I'm trying to get my bearings back, and it's always something. So all of those things combined, I was just very grateful this week. I was very um, you know, thankful for my tribe, thankful for the appreciation. Like, I am just the person that tries to go above and beyond. Anybody that knows me, I don't half-ass shit. I give my best. I do everything that I need to do. And um, you know, sometimes it's like I do it and I think I've gotten so used or I've had some pretty shitty people around me that don't like appreciate that all the time. So I kind of got used to like, you know what I'm saying? You do what you do for no applause. I don't, I don't, I'm not kind. I don't give a hundred percent and do all that other stuff just to try to get applause from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when, sometimes when you have those moments where it's like, you might be really down and I was, I was down. I'm like, I, I, I really was, I have to be completely transparent with y'all that I was. And so, you know, just have those moments. Um, I'm very thankful for that. So that was uh, definitely my love it this week, for sure. Like a hundred percent. So y'all make sure y'all drop y'all hated and y'all love it in the comments. I want to hear what was going on with y'all this week. Talk to me. <laughs> Let me know what's going on. And then if you're just tuning in with me, I know I got a few of my business owners, excuse me, that are in the comments. Make sure y'all drop y'all businesses, drop any promos, anything you got going on right now so that we can get in tune. Okay. Um, I got the what would you do? Mm, I'm gonna let y'all know it's stank. Let's get into today's what would you do? Well, we're talking about real situations with real people and offering real solutions. Okay, so check this out. Um, this particular one um, came from a page only in Nigeria on Instagram, okay? You all may have even seen this. Let me do that. But I, I want to bring up, I actually, I saw this one on one of my friends' uh, thing, and I wanted to pull up some of the comments that they had, you know what I'm saying? Just in case if you all are at a loss of words, because I'll be honest with y'all, this one stank. I'm just going to be a thousand percent with you. Let me kick it off. I, I, I don't even want to read it because I feel like y'all gonna go crazy in the comments if you have not seen it already. But here we go. Okay. Um, hold on. I'm bringing up this, this stuff, y'all. Hold up. My husband is mourning his dead mistress. Three months ago, the woman who was having an affair with my husband died suddenly from an accident. 
I found out about the affair only two days after her funeral. I thought she was just simply a co-worker, and I was wondering why my husband was so disturbed and emotional. He quit his job, saying it was too traumatic to go to work. She was in the early weeks of pregnancy when she died, and my husband doesn't know whether he or her husband was the father. So on top of everything, he's also grieving for a baby, which may or may not have been his. I find it extremely difficult to be emotionally supportive when he wakes up at 3 a.m. crying and trembling. Yet, I don't have the heart to yell at him like I actually want to. He says she's dead, so there's no reason for me to feel jealous or threatened and ask for my understanding as he grieves. What the? Okay. Okay. Um, we barely talked these last weeks because I don't know how to respond to my husband when he cries and says that he misses her and wishes she were here. Then also how much he loves me and that he never intended to leave me. I asked him to visit a marriage therapist together. He said he's not ready to work on our marriage and thinks he needs to see a grief therapist instead. Do I need to give him time to mourn the loss of his mistress or should I demand he focus on our marriage? Woo, child. Let me get into these comments, okay? Winnie and, and Faye are saying hey to each other. Hey, you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Kim, girl, that's my eyes as I was reading it. I was like, it was the first sentence for me. My husband is mourning his dead mistress. And what, I guess, I don't know if that's only in Nigeria. Um, Whitney said, no, ma'am. Kim said, what the F? Whitney said, I cannot, I cannot either. What is exactly my thoughts? <laughs> Kim said, run, sis. Girl. Is it crack or is it crack crack? Faye said he needs prayer. See, this is the thing. Like, okay, and not what I'm about to say, endorsing any type of physical stuff. But see, I would be feeling like I need to A-town stomp his ass. Like, you not, for, and then you gonna quit your job. So now you broke and grieving? Baby, you got to pick a struggle. You, 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 you can't be grieving over no nonsense. Okay? Okay, and you broke. We have real questions that needs answers. Faye said, so his ass won't get beat. Pray for him. Yeah. Kim said the marriage is over, so she needs to run. She, girl, she gallop. I need her to gallop away from this man. Because I'm like, he don't have no respect for you, his, the relationship, nothing. And then it's just like this. Then by you saying that you don't even know if you was the father, so not only was you cheating, but you raw dogging somebody else's wife? What? I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out. Yes, Whitney, he quit his job. She said he quit his job saying it was too traumatic to go to work. Girl, hold on. So um, I want to go to... I want to go to some of the comments. Um, so this one young lady said, I'll stick around for emotion, emotional support during the grieving process. We're divorcing after though. Baby, we're divorcing first. 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 Baby, I need a drink too. I call myself tonight. I'll say for the blue for line, I'm going to drink a little water. And I'm over here like, I, I need like something. I need some liquor. I need a wine cooler. I need a, 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 I need a 40. I need a 40 ounce for this. This is too much. Um, Shayla Day, this one young lady said, his ass will be grieving by his damn self. 
Another young lady said, nope, literally, I can be only so understanding. Sorry, your whole died, but I'm going to need you to go. Here's some tissue, a there, there, pat on the shoulder, and then I'm just going to have to basically call you an Uber because you have to leave. I'll pay for the Uber. You're obviously too distraught and out of a job. Um, another young lady said, your marriage is over and it has been for a while. Better to be better. Um, wait, better maybe see a therapist yourself and focus on you and your next move. Baby, I have a boyfriend so quick. A boyfriend, a friend, a <laughs> somebody. She said, Oh my, this is some fences storyline. What what should you do? She's grab a hold of your self-esteem and then seek therapy for yourself. He's not in the marriage with you, then nor now. You're gonna have to just leave. I mean, what? Kim said he's a whole uh, a whole mess and a waste of a man to her. Yeah, it's just like, why why are you even around? Like the moment that, okay, it's like you already done cheated. Okay. But you raw dogging her and she at your job and you gonna quit your job afterwards because she died? Because it's too, too traumatic for you to go to work. You better traumatic your ass on Indeed somewhere. That's the that's what I have to say about it. And get your ass on. BYO kind of said, hey, shout out to my partner. She said, wait, what? Yes, ma'am. Girl, first off, they over there. They, they, they are, they smoking crack. Both of them. Both of them. Now, the fact that this is on the Only in Nigeria page, I am wondering, okay? I'm wondering if it's, um, you know, is this like a cultural type of thing? Is this something, you know, because there's other things to factor in. If there are people that are in relationships like that, with like, I got my wife. I got my girlfriend. She got a girlfriend. We got a girlfriend. We don't know what type of situation it is. You know, I, I don't know. It's just all this shit weird. Um, hey, look at so she said she needs to run. And she does. She needs to run fast. 50 miles per hour starting off. Okay. Stick around. Not yeah, I like for me, I just I can't help you grieve over no bullshit. If you if, if there is is if there is a genuine loss, a friend, a parent, you know, a family member, something like that, someone that's close to you, someone that is, I mean, oh my goodness, you all are super, super close. Of course, I'm going to be there for you. That is what a good wife should do. Because I tell you what, I can speak from experience of being the person on the grieving side. Now, I ain't grieving no dang on affair, but, you know, I, I mean, a anyone that knows my story or whatever the case is knows that like around the time that I, my husband and I met, you know what I'm saying? My mother was in the midst of making her transition. So one of the first hardest things that we had to deal with was him helping me through my grieving process from, from such a tremendous loss. Anybody that knows me knows like me and my mama was thick as thieves, baby. We was like this. We was like this. Okay. So that was really, really hard. And it, it, it takes a lot. There's days that you wake up and you're angry, days that you wake up and you're irritable and all this other stuff. And you just got your significant other riding with you. I would never have him riding with me on some bullshit, though. Excuse my language. I apologize. However, I'm not going to do you dirty and then still expect your support. And then she's still sitting up here trying to work it out. And it's like, this is the thing. I, as a married person, I can honor a man or a woman that say, you know what? These are the vows that we said. They said for better or for worse. Your worst might be that your damn spouse step out on you. It might be that they spend all the money up. It might be all of these different things that things that are happening within long-standing relationships. What people don't understand is like a new relationship is easy as hell. 
it's when you growing with somebody like me and Anthony been together for 10 years and it'd be some days I'm like, I'm gonna knock your head through the goddamn washer and dryer. And I know he feels that way about me sometimes. I probably drive him crazy. But I'm not gonna let you ride with me on some bullshit. I'm not I, if you even even if he if he ever loved his wife, I'm gonna need you to back up. Okay. When he said sorry, oh ho die, OMG. Yes, that's what the one girl said. She was like, basically, like, I'm finna call you an Uber. You gotta go. Period. Boyfriend number two. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. When he said giving Fimps vibes for sure. Girl. Let me tell y'all a secret. I ain't seen the movie. I only heard about it. I some mm-mm, some stuff I don't even mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm gonna watch it though. Cause now y'all saying this, this got me real like I'm interested. BYOK said, LOL, water dryer. Yeah, I mean, not literally. I would never do that. I, you know, I don't, I don't believe in putting the hands or whatever the case is. Like, if you're going to put your hands on me, honey, you need to be in a spicy way. I'm not putting my hands on you in a spicy way, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm, we're not on that. Um, this situation, as far as what would I do, I think that a separation of some sort is definitely, um, you, you know, I, I I can't recommend anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's relationships works, works differently. But the fact that she's so willing to stay and willing to overlook, like, all of the red flags that say that her relationship is over, I think that she has to step away to take some time for herself to really build up her self-esteem of what she's got going on. Because there's no way in hell she's supposed to be dealing with that. None. You out here raw dogging and doing all types of stuff. We got to fight. My name is Chun Li. And I'm not talking about the one Nicki Minaj did. I'm talking about the one that kicks at a thousand miles per hour because you're not going to be cheating on me and then sitting up here crying because she go cry inside. <laughs> cry inside. Inside. Be your own concept. I know, but I was laughing at the appliance choice. Girl, in the, in, knock them in the refrigerator. We just gonna have to fight. Whitney said, baby, that's why I don't give relationship advice because folks be staying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what my whole thing is, like, I'm not judging her for staying or for leaving or whatever the case is, but I definitely feel like that there's some soul searching that she has to do inside of herself. And if I was her friend, I'd just be like, sis, you gotta take some time for you. How do you feel being betrayed like this? How do you feel being betrayed every time you see a tear fall from his face or he's waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning and he's trembling over his side chick? Address how you feel. Address how you feel. And as a friend, that's what I would tell her. How do you feel? What is it that you need at this moment? Because see, nobody considered the wife in this situation or the other husband that's on the other hand thinking that, you know, my wife, she, you know, was carrying my child. No, she might have been carrying somebody else's seed. Let that be noted to the public. But you know what I'm saying? Nobody was taking them into account. So there's some, some healing and some things that they're going to have to do in order to get to a place where it's just like you could even move forward beyond concept me neither with me the heart wants what the heart wants absolutely right she needs a little therapy she needs a lot of therapy for sure faith said he better shut the f up he would be gone from the premises baby do you, cry in silence because i don't care i don't care it's certain things that it's like you can't condition me to care and to and to feel that so yeah i think that um yeah, I, I think that that was 
that was pretty good, y'all. That was pretty good. I, I'm glad we all on the same page because I'm just like this. I can't sit around for it. Mm. It's the crack for me, but let's get into what's happening. What's up? Time to get into what's happening and what's up in these streets. Let's get it. I am so excited. Uh, very excited about this. You know, we talk about women and, and, you know, and all the great things that we're doing. So First Women's Bank, the nation's first woman funded, owned and led commercial bank. Uh, they celebrated their grand opening on Wednesday, September 22nd. So this just happened uh, right at their flagship location in Chicago. OK, so um, I thought that that was so dope. I mean, the fact that it was like none that was women owned. I didn't know that. Why didn't I know that? Wait, Whitney trying to go back. What'd she say? Wait, so if she would have never died, I wonder if he would have told her. Girl, you know the answer to that. He wasn't going to tell her. Mm -mm. He wasn't going to tell her. <laughs> Y'all know that. <laughs> that was a wild what would you do? And I saw that one. I was like, wow. But um, but yeah, the First Women's Bank, yes. You know, make sure, you know what I mean? I guess if you're looking for a bank home, go and support. Okay, they're right in the Chicagoland area. So that's definitely something good for the city and definitely a win for us. Okay. Um, did y'all hear the Fuji's was getting back together? Da, 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 da. Okay. They had a uh, $300 tickets for the 100 level. I was like, and people was complaining. I was like, y'all must don't go to concerts. Because I tell you what, when Drake bring his old, I'm too sexy for my shirt ass back to Chicago. Michigan, Indiana, anywhere that's nearby that I can get to it quickly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the concert. If the tickets is $300 a, a, a ticket, I don't care. I don't care. That's, that's not even expensive. Where's y'all sitting at at these concerts that $300 is expensive for the 100 level? I was like, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Ah. Uh, Wendy said, we heard... Be your own concept. I'm here for the Fugees. I am too. I am too. I, I, you know, I mean, my whole thing is, is that now hearing over the years how, uh, um, Lauren Hill don't be showing up on time. See, that's what it pissed me off. Cause see, I'll be the one like this. Forget it. We'll get there like two hours late, and then she actually will be on time. Three hundred dollars is cheap, Whitney. I agree. Three hundred dollars is totally cheap. I'm just like, that's not a lot for a concert, baby. Where's y'all sitting at? 400 level must have been 50. Yeah, I'm like, because I don't, you know, I, heard, I, I I don't know. I can't remember the actual venue of where they're at, but I just remember like I saw and I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all complained about $300. Whitney said Beyonce be stacked. Beyonce, she has a strategic, strategic. She like, okay, we going to do a concert around the time they get their taxes. Okay. Um, they doing another stimulus. We finna take that too. I, I believe that that's how they be up in their board meetings, baby, because it ain't no way. She comes swipe y'all taxes every time. She is swiffer the taxer, okay? She gonna come get y'all taxes every time. I'm like, y'all spending your taxes, your rent money, Lord. What is y'all doing? <laughs> I'm excited for them, though. They, oh, they playing at the United Center. United Center, November 2nd. So um, the tickets definitely go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., but you can go and take a peek 
on LiveNation.com right now at a lot of those tickets and see what's going on. So y'all better get into it, okay? Whitney said every time, yes, you know, you know, Beyonce, she'd be like this. I want all of their money. All of it. All the taxes. Because Beyonce got a cute voice to me. I love her voice. I'm just hearing her talk. I'll be like, oh my God, Beyonce, I love you. Um, but I'm like, I, I can't, baby, I, I'll just watch your homecoming concert. I can't, I can't, I can't give you my mortgage to come to your concert. Now I'm like, Drake ain't even gonna do me like that. When Drake start getting to that level, I will see his ass when I see his ass. I haven't seen him enough times. But I, I mean, I'm, I might still go though. I might have to go by myself, but I will go. I will be in the building. Okay. I might not be able to get flow seats that time. Winnie said, wishing a sold out album for them. A sold out show, excuse me. Yeah. Mm. I wonder how that's going to be because they said Lauren Hill, White Club, John has. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not being messy. Um, my next story for tonight, uh, and this comes from Oswego, Illinois. So y'all know, shout out to Oswego. In-person learning was canceled for students uh, this week, this Tuesday, after dozens of bus drivers called in sick. Slick! Um, 33 bus drivers from Community Unit School District 308 called in sick, and another 15 bus monitors stayed home. Parents said that they received calls at 5.45 a.m. Their jobs was pissed. Um, there was no advance warning, and district administrators were forced to cancel in-person learning for most more than 10,000 junior high and high school students, okay? That's how you strike. You want my water? That's how you strike, okay? When one band, one sound, okay? <laughs> one band, one sound. I, when I read it, I was just like this. Why have I never been able to work with people that follow through on shit like this? <laughs> like, everybody gonna call off. What a way to take a say. Everybody, y'all all sick, baby. What y'all sick of? Because I want to know. I want to know. How did y'all organize? I want to know. Can I be in on the email thread, please? Can I please be in on y'all group chat, please? Because I tell y'all what, when I worked for Regis, they did so much crap that I'm like, we should just come together. And I always felt like I was like the revolutionist of the, the group. I'm like, why are we accepting this? Why are we not coming together? Come together. They made a song about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> she said, baby, them bus drivers said we off. They was probably at Six Flags or some goofy <laughs> What in the bus boycott? Right. I'm like, but that's how you do it, though. I'm like, probably some of their other bus homies was like, man, we should have been did that shit. Da -da 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 -da. You should have. Yes. <laughs> I am tickled pink. I loved it. I, I, I love that type of organization. It takes a lot. And you know you have some of those people that's like, no, nah, I'm still going to go in. You are goofy. You One band, one sound, period. So shout out to the bus drivers uh, for District 308. Y'all did y'all thing. We over here, we're proud, okay? We're proud, proud. Um, the last thing, uh, as far as what's happening, what's up, I saw some very disturbing images of... Um, you know, some of our brothers and sisters within the Haitian community, they had a picture of a guy, y'all, with a whip. And it was reminiscent to that picture that we see that goes around where it's like it's like the slave running and 
all that other stuff. It was disturbing. It was disturbing. So for my people that are listening in and for those that will join me later on um, on iHeart, Spotify, or anywhere else that you're listening to The Blueprint Live, if you have some direct resources or you know how we can help, because, you know, some of these big groups that be collecting the money, they don't be giving that shit to them. They don't. So if we know some more targeted things of how we can help them in that area, they shouldn't have to go through that. The guy literally had food in his hand. That shit broke my heart, y'all, like straight up. It was absolutely a little bit too much for me. Um, so, yeah, if we've got some direct resources of how we can help and some that are proven where we know it's going to go to them directly, make sure that y'all um, drop that, shoot me a DM, a message, just anything, an email, however you can get in contact. Let me know if you know of some personal efforts that are going to help benefit the people that are on the land right now, okay? We got to jump in and we got to help. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. Like, I, it's funny. I was discussing with um, some of my family this week that you ever notice how, like, if you go out of the country or whatever the case is, no matter, like, where you are as a Black person, when you see another black person, it doesn't matter. They might not even be able to speak the same language. It's just like y'all just automatically like migrate to each other. Like, I, I need you. Please help me. <laughs> Hi. 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 Allah, whatever, wherever you are, okay? Wherever we are, we always find they just like they look at us and we look at them. And they look at us and we look at them. I'm like, you can help me. I can help you. Can we help each other? I need you. You need me? Like, that's how it's supposed to be, okay? So this is the time where we have to band together, okay, and, and, and help. Y'all go to Haiti. Y'all be going on vacation and doing all kinds of stuff. Help they ass. They need help right now, okay? So that's what's happening and what's up in the street. Um, I'm going to get to these last couple comments. Whitney said, Oswego, wild, baby. They the wildest. I need y'all to know. I need y'all to know they the wildest. <laughs> The bus company was pissed. They like, I, I know after they get to like the third or fourth call off, they like, shit, we didn't, we finna mess up our contract. They finna fire us as a whole. Y'all not finna have no jobs when y'all come back. What's going on? They said slave masters without the plantation. Those, if you ever saw those images, they were pretty horrific, y'all. So it was a little bit too much for me. Um, so. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. When I come back, uh, we got the quote of the night. I'm going to close out. I done kept y'all long enough. So be right back. Bye. Shop the Black Excellence Collection by Axe Blue Jay today. From mugs to apparel and all of the accessories that you need, the Black Excellence Collection has you covered. Make sure that you use promo code Michi10 for 10% off. Shop now at www.agsbluejay.com slash shop. It's like excellence, baby. Shop Miss Michi's exclusive sunglasses collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, at missmichi.com slash shop. You won't be disappointed. Why you? Thank you so much for all of my listeners for tuning in. And now it's time for the quote of the night. All right. This one is a real quick one, y'all. Tonight's quote is, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind, too. Okay. 
how many of us go through situations where it's just like, even after the moment has passed, you still holding on to stuff, you know what I'm saying? And holding on to it by emotionally or mentally, it's, it's still taking up some space in your life. Whatever it is, let it go, okay? If it's something that has flowed away, let it flow. Let it go, okay? Um, I want to thank everyone for, uh, you know, just for tuning in. Uh, thank my special guest, Miss Irene Reyes-Smith. Uh, make sure that you all go. I'll be dropping the links and sharing information on the Blueprint Media Company page, as well as through all of our social media to make sure that you all go and you you purchase her book, Surviving the Badge. Um, remember, proceeds from that is going to go to her uh, her scholarship fund where she's going to be helping out people in her community, y'all. So we have DC in the house, okay? Um, if you haven't already, make sure that you're following the Blueprint Media Company and Ms. Michi on all platforms. You can sign up for updates, uh, look at information about advertising with me at thebpmediaco.com or missmichi.com, okay? Make sure that you shop lavish looks at missmichi.com slash shop. Um, Gotta thank my partners, uh, Be Your Own Kind, which she was tuning in with me tonight, as well as Florent Radio. Shout out to them. And of course, couldn't do it without my amazing sponsors, Tax Strategy, Closing the Gap Staffing, Fire, Black Dollar Days, and Axe Blue Jay, okay? So I love y'all. I'm going to be out next week, okay? Um, uh, because, you know, next week is the services for my uncle. So y'all please keep the Coleman, uh, Coleman Brown, Ross, everybody, all the family robbers, keep us all in your prayers uh, for next week as we, um, you know, celebrate the homegoing for my uncle. And, um, you know, just from my, you know, even just from my dad and his side of the family, just to keep them lifted during this time, um, I, I feel like a lot of the things that they've gone through that we've all gone through as a family, we've experienced a great deal of loss. But through it all, we continue to keep it moving and we continue to have uh, love and uplift one another. So uh, keep us in your thoughts. Let me get into these comments. I think it's people saying good night. Woo! Auntie Tracy, Lauren said, woo, Lord, raise his hands. Yes. Oh, thank y'all. I hope y'all love tonight's quote. It was simple, but it was to the point. Hey, Trina. Hey, Auntie Tracy. Thank you so much. Yes, y'all, please keep us uplifted in prayer. I appreciate y'all. So I will see you all. We're coming back in October. Got some really dope things going on. So I just, um, you know, definitely can't wait to come back. And like I said, y'all just keep us uplifted during this time. We're going to have a good night. Good night, Whitney. See you later. Good night, Faye. And she said, keep me your family in my prayers. I appreciate you. Bye. Yes. Bye, y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to my special guest. I'm going to holler at y'all. Until next time. Bye.